I'll let you in on a little secret. Reaching your revenue goal won't change your life, but hitting your profit goal, that absolutely will. If you want to build a life-first business this year, you need to create more margin, both in your finances and in your schedule. If you're ready to double down on profit-generating strategies that actually work so you can work four-day weeks, go on real vacations, or even take the summers off, you won't want to miss this. In my free masterclass, Double Your Profit While Working Less, you'll learn exactly how to set your business up to scale so you can give yourself a raise, create a clear plan for how to work that dream schedule, and step into your CEO era, the one where you and your business aren't just surviving, but thriving. You can grab this free masterclass at www.jadeboyd.co backslash double your profit masterclass or go to the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. As a coach, my primary goal is always to help my clients or potential clients come to the right decision for them and their business. And as a business and productivity coach, I can tell you that I do not want to work with clients who aren't the right fit or aren't in the right stage of their business to work with me. It's no fun for either of us, and it doesn't do either of us any favors. And I'd like to think that most coaches approach booking their programs this way, but I know that that isn't the world we live in, and that's just not always the case. So it's important that you're discerning and do your due diligence and ask the right questions. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA business strategist and mentor who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. I remember pretty vividly when I hired my first business coach and how difficult it was to make that decision. It was the biggest investment I'd made in my business at the time, and I was only a year into running my business. It was also summer 2020, right at the beginning of the pandemic, and I was trying to build a photography business. So this was a really big deal and a pretty risky decision for me at the time. And I remember going back and forth on this decision for what felt like weeks. And one day I would think this is totally going to be worth it. I should do this. And the next day I would think, what if this turns out to be a huge mistake? What if I waste my money? And then I would word vomit all of my thoughts and fears to my husband because I had no one else to talk to about this. And he would listen, but ultimately wouldn't be willing to make my decision for me, (laughs) unfortunately. So... I'd get frustrated and overall it was just no fun. But here's why I ultimately hired that coach. And by the way, the coach was Maddie Pashong. So shout out to her in case she's listening. Hey, Maddie. And I hired her because she was a successful brand photographer and I knew I wanted to pivot to doing brand photography. So more on that later. But what ultimately made me hire a coach, despite all of the uncertainty at the time, was a conversation that I had with an old mentor. I remember this conversation I had with him probably a few months into my photography business. We were sitting down for lunch and I was telling him about all my big dreams and my plans for the future and for my photography business and what I wanted this to look like. And he asked me a question that I will never forget. He said, Jade, 
who are you learning from? And my response was basically, what do you mean who am I learning from? I have two business degrees and YouTube. I can figure this out on my own. And looking back, I just have to laugh at myself because hindsight is twenty twenty, and I've seen the huge impact and power that coaching and mentors have had on my business and on my life. And the question really isn't, should you hire a business coach? It's more like, when should you hire a business coach? And how do you hire the right person? Which is what this episode is all about. So right now, I'm working on relaunching my coaching program, The Business Edit. And my current clients always get dibs on booking the next round because I have limited spots available. So I want to make sure they get in if they want to. And inevitably, this question comes up. Whether with one client or more than one client, someone always says, I think I want to sign up for another round. I want to do it, but I'm just not sure if it's the right decision or not, or if I'm making this decision for the right reasons. And first of all, I'm always so honored when a client trusts me enough to enter into this conversation with me. And second of all, as a coach, my primary goal is always to help my clients or potential clients come to the right decision for them and their business. And as a business and productivity coach, I can tell you that I do not want to work with clients who aren't the right fit or aren't in the right stage of their business to work with me. It's no fun for either of us, and it doesn't do either of us any favors. And I'd like to think that most coaches approach booking their programs this way, but I know that that isn't the world we live in, and that's just not always the case. So it's important that you're discerning and do your due diligence and ask the right questions. So by the end of this episode, I hope that making the decision of when and who to hire as your business coach becomes a little less overwhelming and you can approach that conversation with a little bit more confidence and clarity. So I'm going to talk about four different questions to ask yourself and to answer for yourself before you hire your next business coach. And these four questions, these four topics are typically the same things that I bring up with my own coaching clients or potential clients on discovery calls if they're struggling with when to know if it's the right time or if this is the right fit. So let's dive in. So question number one is, what are your goals? Where are you going? And again, if you listen to last week's episode, productivity starts with clarity. And it's important to hire a coach who is going to help you reach your specific goals. And you can't know that if you don't know what your goals are. So what do you want to achieve? Why are you looking for a business coach? What are you hoping that they'll help you accomplish? Try to journal this out and be as specific as you can. And then look at, can the, the coach that you're considering hiring help you get the results you want to see? Have they gotten those results for themselves? Have they helped others get those same results in the past? And what do their past clients say? What are the things that they're achieving now? Another way to frame this question is what problem are you trying to solve? You may not really know what your goal is or the specifics of where you're headed. For example, a lot of my clients come to me because their business feels really chaotic and overwhelming, but very few of them say, I need you to help me systemize A, B, and C, and I need to do this to my client workflow, and I need to set more realistic financial goals, and I need to create this specific passive income course so that I can increase my revenue goal by XYZ. Most of them just say things like, growing my business feels impossible. I don't know what I should be doing next. I don't have enough time to get things done. I'm not showing up consistently. I'm working nights and weekends, and I feel completely burnt out. Those are all problems, not goals. But a good coach should be able to help you dig into your problems and set the right goals. And that really is a different way of framing a goal. Like the goal is to get out of overwhelm. The goal is to get your time back. The goal is to have your business feel less overwhelming, right? So you might frame it as a problem. You might frame it as a goal. But at the end of the day, know what you want to get out of it and what you want to accomplish by 
going through coaching. And there really is a coach for basically any problem or any goal you might have. In a report I read when I was doing some research for this episode, I learned there are over 116,000 people employed in the business coaching industry in the U.S. this year, in 2023. There really is a coach for any problem or goal that you might have. But the problem is finding the right one, right? And over the last few years, this has grown by 2.5% on average every year. So this is an industry that's growing year by year and is trending upward because people are realizing the power and potential and the benefits of working with a business coach and talking to somebody who's already solved the problem that you want to solve and who's already reached that goal that you want to reach and can give you the play-by-play roadmap on how to get there. So a few examples of different types of coaches you might consider hiring. We're talking about business coaches, but depending on the problem or the goal that you have, a different type of coach might be able to help you. Even if they're not technically a business coach, they can help you within your business. So productivity coach, obviously that's what I do as well, can also help you in business. You could hire a more niche down coach, like a personal brand coach, a speaking coach, a writing coach, marketing coach, money mindset coach, outside of business, which our lives have a huge impact on our businesses, a life coach, a health coach, marriage coach, parenting coach. There are countless types of coaches that can help you solve the problems that you want to solve for your business and for your life. And I see this as really great news. Just knowing that someone out there has overcome the challenges that you're facing right now should feel reassuring to you, even if you don't have all the answers yet. So going back to my own story and how I decided to hire my first coach, I knew that I wanted to pivot and to niche into brand photography. And even on that discovery call before I signed up for the coaching program, it was only 30 minutes. And that call probably saved me months of work by telling me, Maddie told me exactly what she did when she was in my shoes. And I started booking brand photography clients immediately without overthinking it or second guessing myself, which was another huge problem that I knew I wanted a coach to help me with. And I came across a study by the Institute of Coaching that found that 80% of people who receive coaching reported increased self-confidence. And I would absolutely agree with that. Whether it's a coach or a peer or a mentor, I always feel more confident in my decisions and business plans when I can get an outside opinion and perspective from somebody that I trust and respect. And from a productivity standpoint, I wish I would have learned that lesson sooner because I'm able to execute so much faster knowing this about myself today and knowing how to solve that problem. So to sum up question number one, what are your goals? What do you want to accomplish by going through a coaching program? The second question you should ask when looking at coaches and figuring out who the right person is to hire is, are you a good fit to work together? And there's a few components to this question. The first one I like to think of as the coffee test question. Basically, could you sit down for coffee with them and have an enjoyable time together? Or is it kind of awkward? This is definitely something that you should be able to answer if you sit down for a discovery call with them. We have all had those awkward moments talking to people who we have very little in common with, and it takes a huge amount of effort to keep the conversation going. And we've also had those conversations where you just sit down and before you know it, an hour has gone by and you've barely gotten started talking about everything that you want to talk about. When it comes to finding the right coach for you, it's going to be an easier and more enjoyable experience if you hire someone who passes that coffee test. 
So thinking about this coffee test question, some more specific questions to think about. Do you get along with them personality-wise or are your personalities clashing? Do you share the same values? Do you agree with the same uh, business philosophies? For example, I consider myself, obviously the name of this podcast is The Business Minimalist. I'm a minimalist business owner. I want to keep things as simple as possible. I do not like complicated. I want to build an evergreen marketing strategy. I don't want to build my business on social And I believe in niching down. So I probably wouldn't hire a business coach who focuses on social media or who practices something like cold pitching people in DMs. I just would not agree with those business philosophies. And I also wouldn't look for a coach who's offering 10 different programs and trying to be everything to everybody because that's not the type of business that I want to build. You're probably going to be a better fit to work with a coach who's running their business in a way that's in line with what you want to emulate or what you want to build. So read their content, listen to their podcast episodes, watch their stories, and really dive deep. What do they believe? What's their personality like? Are you a good fit to work together? Another thing to think about when you're deciding if you're a good fit to work together is how you learn best and how they teach in their coaching program. If you learn by reading, do they have PDF versions of their trainings? If you learn by verbally processing with someone, then how much face-to-face time are you going to get with them? Or do they have something like Boxer, which is a voice messaging app where you can talk to them as these thoughts are running through your head and you need to verbally process? If you learn by watching videos or listening, are you going to get access to digital courses or audio recordings or trainings that allow you to learn in that format? So know what your learning style is and how you learn best. Another thing to think about when determining if you're a good fit to work with a coach is do you trust them? Coaching can be very vulnerable, even business coaching. And we're just talking about business, but business can feel really personal many times. It's frustrating. It's hard. Many of my coaching clients have cried on coaching calls and even discovery calls because business can just feel really overwhelming sometimes and really frustrating. And that can be an emotional thing and a very vulnerable thing to get honest with a coach and talk through what's actually happening in your business. It also involves some tough conversations and some tough love sometimes. So do you trust that coach to keep those conversations confidential? Do you trust them to act in your best interest and give you good, solid business advice? And do you trust them enough to take their advice and try what they're suggesting, even if you're unsure and listen to what they're telling you, even if it's hard to hear, and even if you think your way is better? If you're not coachable or willing to be coached by them, then it's probably not going to be a good fit. The third question to ask yourself is, do you have the time to invest in coaching right now? Make sure you understand how much time you'll have to put into the coaching program and how much time is actually needed. Ask the coach about this to get the results that they're promising. Is it an hour a week? Is it 10 hours a week? Are you willing to reorganize your schedule and make time for it? Because that time isn't going to magically appear in your schedule. You will have to move things around or give some things up for a season to make room for coaching, especially if your schedule is already packed. If you're going into a particularly busy season where you know that your clients are going to take up the majority of your time and energy and you need to focus on that area of your business, again, just for this season, it might not be the right time to invest in coaching. But here's the caveat here. If this isn't a seasonal thing and you're perpetually too busy for everything, then it might actually be a great time to hire a coach who can help you get out of that so that you can make time for the things that are going to help you move forward and accomplish your goals. So 
yes, you need to be able to put the time into it, but it's not really a decision of, do you have all this extra free time lying around? It's more of a decision of, are you willing to make the time? Is it important enough? Are these results big enough or important enough for you to actually make that time in your schedule and commit to it and prioritize it for the following season? I was just updating my coaching contract for the next round of the coaching program. And there's different parts where I have my client signature to make sure they're reading the important parts. And I bold some parts that are important to stick out. And one of the lines says verbatim, client agrees to take responsibility for client's own results and understands that the coaching program provided by company takes work time and commitment. And this should be in any coaching contract. And this should be an understanding that you have going into any coaching agreement. Coaches do not do the work for you. They're not consultants, they're coaches. It won't matter if you hire the best coach in the world if you don't take action on what they're trying to help you with and coach you to do. Ultimately, you are going to get out of coaching what you put into it. So if you're thinking about doing coaching, make sure that you have the time and energy to put into it during that season. And the last question is, can you afford the investment? Is it worth the investment? What do you expect the ROI to be? I'm a firm believer, and this might be controversial. I know not everybody believes this, but I'm a firm believer that you should always get a return on your business investments and you should always get a concrete return on coaching. Sometimes it's easy to calculate the return, like if someone is promising to get you your first 5K month, and sometimes it's more difficult to calculate. But do the calculation and really think about what you're going to get in exchange for the investment that it's going to take and if it's worth it for you. For example, one thing I do with my clients is help them set up systems. And it's pretty difficult to calculate what the ROI is in setting up a good system. It's different for every business, but your systems should be making you money and saving you money. They should be saving you time too. Most people's goal with systems is just to get things done on time, but that's actually a really low bar in my opinion. Like your client workflow should help you book repeat clients and generate referrals and save you time, which translates into the ability to take on more clients and make more money. But how much is that worth to you? What difference is that going to make in your specific business in this season? It really depends on the business and where you're at. But whatever you hope to achieve through coaching, try to calculate what your return could be. If you save an hour each week, every week for the next year, that's 52 hours. What does that translate to in your business? How many clients could you serve in those 52 hours? Could you create a passive revenue stream in those 52 hours? What are those things worth? So coaching or really any hire in your business should be an investment and not an expense. You should get what you pay for and more. A few numbers to put this into general terms. I found some statistics on the ROI for business coaches. And this study was actually done on executive coaching. So it doesn't necessarily translate directly to small businesses. But most of the research you're going to find is going to be on executive coaching anyway. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to read more about it. But the study found that people who invested in business coaching had a 53% increase in overall productivity. 53%. 23% lowered costs, 22% increase in profitability, 81% increase in job satisfaction. There are some great returns on your investment when you invest in business coaching. And you should make sure that you're going to get out of it what you put into it and more. Okay, one last thing I want to address before we wrap up this episode. This question comes up a lot. Should you work with the same coach over and over again? Or should you be constantly be looking for new coaches so that you're getting different perspectives and different ideas in your business? 
And here is my thought philosophy. And here's what I think. I think that you should work with the same coach more than once, as long as all of these four questions, the answers to them make sense for you. If you can answer all of these four questions with confidence that they're still the right coach for you, then I would say yes. It's probably better to work with that same coach who knows your business well. Because with coaching, again, it's not a done-for-you service. They're helping you make decisions and guiding you through the process in your business and challenging you and encouraging you and kind of pointing out directions and helping you see your blind spots. And so the more you work with the same person, the more they will recognize patterns that are happening and your behavior and your thought processes and your ability to execute traps that you keep falling into. With my clients that I've worked with more than one round of the program, I've been able to point out things like, remember six months ago when we had basically the same conversation and this is what you said? What's changed since then? (laughs) You know, The more you work with somebody, the more they're able to see those trends and point them out in a helpful way. And if you're constantly starting from scratch with new coaches, they're going to be less likely to be able to point those things out to you. So I think there's a huge amount of benefit to sticking with the same coach over time. But if you can't answer these four questions, if it turns out that your goals are no longer aligned with what they coach people to do, if it turns out that the investment changes and you're no longer able to afford it or they end up not being the right fit because their philosophy on business changes or the amount of time that you have to give into it changes, like make sure you're able to answer these four questions to make sure it's still a good fit. But overall, I think working with the same coach has a lot of benefits in the long run. So one last time to summarize these questions, what are your goals? What are the problems you're experiencing? Are you a good fit to work together? Do you have the time in this season to actually implement what you want to learn through coaching? And can you afford the investment? Are you going to get return on that investment? So I hope this episode gave you some ideas and questions to think about as you're thinking about hiring your next business coach and hiring them at the right time and finding the right person. Again, if you're interested in the Business Edit Coaching Program, I'm relaunching this next month to start September 1st, 2023. And the link to all the information and the application is going to be in the show notes. I have a limited number of spots and a few applications in already. So make sure if you're interested, just to submit that application and we can hop on a discovery call and you can run your coffee test on me. So thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope what you learned today helps you get 1% better next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode, because good ideas don't grow businesses, action does. And if you want more business minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadeboyd.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast. The number of women burning out is at an all-time high right now, and I'm on a mission to change that. If you're a service provider who's feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, don't let another year go by staying stuck. The Business Edit is a 12-month group coaching program that helps you declutter your business from top to bottom so that you can have shorter to-do lists, a clear strategy to scale, and know exactly what to focus on each week to drive results in your business. You'll end the year with the business that you've been dreaming of building. 
one that gives you your life back and pays you more than you ever made before. In the program, you'll follow my signature five-step method for scaling your service-based business. You'll get business minimalist strategy, marketing, systems, and productivity roadmaps that are simple to understand and easy to implement, plus 12 months of customized one-on-one coaching to help you every step of the way. Join me inside the business edit at www.jadeboyd.co backslash coaching and get my step-by-step blueprint with everything you need to build your dream business in 2024. Now back to the show.